uh hi hello and welcome to remember the good news a special game show episode of have you heard the good news (laughs) You mean because we've been This away is the fiftieth so episode. Is it really? This is episode fifty. And so I've created it... a bunch of mini games. <laughs> oh, is that what you mean by I shouldn't come with anything yes. for this week? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I actually like... know how long any of these are gonna take because I didn't play test any of them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> And also, I know all the answers because I made the games and um, I tried to get guest stars, but um, former guest stars of this podcast were all busy tonight. So did you like reach out to? Yes. Who've been on the show. Yes. Really? Yeah. They were all busy, though. So it's just us tonight. Oh, my God. I would have been so I would have been so surprised. Yeah. I would have been delighted. I, I just imagined you getting like that because you run the Zoom. So you get I like do. a little so-and-so is trying to join the Zoom. I would have been like, what the fuck? What's like Jaya or Jack or um, whomever trying to that would have been that would have been really fun. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this is episode 50. We should say who we are first. Though. Oh, yeah. I am. I am the game master, Dylan. I use they, them pronouns. And I am the... Contestant. Player. I'm the player, Sophia. And I use they, she pronouns. Um, Can I... Okay, but I really do want to talk to talk about this article, though, oh, for absolutely. a second. Um, have you heard about Folgers? It, the, the coffee? Yeah, they're getting sued. Is it for that commercial? <laughs> it's not for the commercial. Is Although it... that's what they should that's what they should be getting. What are sued they getting for. sued for? Um the so the first headline that I found is um the headline the headline is great. It's the headline this comes from is from the takeout, which is a news source I've never heard of i guess it's it's a food what's the word i'm trying to find food blog food no 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 like a food magazine they write about food yeah i guess it's it's a food magazine so um man who probably drinks too much coffee sues folgers for not giving him enough coffee oh okay is there is there their coffee like lower in caffeine No, according to the lawsuit, the suggested number of cups per canister is grossly, is quote, grossly misrepresented. Interesting. So basically, um, this guy is saying he is, um, he, let me find, wow, we've gotten stuff, food and wine is covering it now, so I'll Mm. go to the food and wine um yes it claims there this goes in the category of um actual frivolous lawsuits Mm -hmm. as opposed to the ones that people say are frivolous lawsuits like everybody cites the reason the like mcdonald's coffee cup where they this content where the employees were like racist towards a woman and then gave her third degree burns yeah pretty much where it's like the con the reason why on the coffee lids they say the contents of this cup might be hot is because basically they gave this woman 
boiling hot coffee. Yeah. And she got like fourth degree burns and sued McDonald's for giving her insanely hot coffee and causing her permanent skin and I believe she got like boned burned down to her bone basically because mm-hmm. um, this coffee spilled on her um, and you should not serve anybody boiling coffee but this is like an actual frivolous mm-hmm. lawsuit like this goes in the definition of I think okay unsurprisingly it's not the first time a customer has been upset over the amount of Folgers in their cup that's a weird way to start this <laughs> article so Folgers, that's the can I just say Folgers has more than one weird and uncomfortable commercial? Like there, there's okay, it's there's the famous mo- one, but there's also the one yeah. where the person's like father-in-law surprises them in the shower, thinking it's his wife. Yeah, it's there's so many, there's so many. So yes, it claims that they don't make put as many cups of coffee in their cans. So we're willing to bet that when you buy a can of ground coffee you don't track the oh this article from food and wine um is from jalissa cast um we're willing to bet that when you buy a can of ground coffee you don't track the exact you don't track exactly how many cups you're able to brew from it but a missouri man named mark smith Sure as heck does. In November, he filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court in Kansas City alleging that Folgers, quote, grossly misrepresented the number of cups of coffee that can be made from a canister of its ground coffee. According to the Kansas City Star, Smith's lawsuit alleges that for 42, that's insane, by the way, that this man did this, for 42 different varieties of Folgers coffee, Mm -hmm. the customer can make less than 72%, 68.29% to be exact. So close to being 69, by the way. Um, Um can make less than 70% of the number of cups that are indicated on the na- on the label. See, here's it- my thing is like theoretically this could be not frivolous is for instance like <clears throat> some kind of charity or organization or shelter or whatever was like we buy everything in bulk so we can make a ton of food for a lot of people and we're like distinctly not making enough coffee for the people we are trying to make coffee for because you misrepresented how much coffee can be made for a can but for personal individual use yeah (laughs) so here's he said this is in the legal filing it says it is a classic and unlawful bait and switch scheme that causes unsuspecting consumers to spend more money for less than the advertised amount of coffee they believe they are purchasing a number of law of of lawsuits have previously been filed against Folgers and its parent company, the J.M. Smucker Company. And Folgers has repeatedly pointed out that its packaging says that up to a certain number of cups can be made from a single canister. That's like the Geico bullshit. The up to fifteen percent or more. That's all the numbers. Yeah. Up yeah. to fifteen percent or more. <laughs> 
Folgers has also said that there are a couple of different ways to prepare its ground coffee. In some cases, a tablespoon of, cof- of coffee is used for a single cup, while a half while half a cup of ground coffee could be brewed to make ten servings. A number of cups. The number of cups that are generated from each canister, the company says, can be varied on how it's measured out in the first place. Stop giving me pop-up ads, food and wine. I'm not going to subscribe. A judge sided with Folgers in one of those earlier lawsuits, agreeing that up to a particular number of servings is, quote, not a guarantee Mm -hmm. that the number of cups will be reached. The lawsuit was dismissed, but the plaintiff was given the okay to amend their complaint and refile it in the future. So my my thing is, I feel like they should put like, I feel like that's like not, because you could just be like, if you make the coffee as instructed, like it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> Especially with instant coffee, you would think that the math would be really simple. It's like eight ounces of water, two tablespoons or whatever. Okay. It's also weird that the, like this. Okay. Perhaps unsurprisingly, this kind of filing isn't unique to Folgers. Last December, two plaintiffs from New York and California fired, filed a federal class action lawsuit against Aldi for the same reason alleging that the containers of its house brand Beaumont Coffee contained significantly less coffee than the labels promised. According to the plaintiff's calculation, the Beaumont Coffee canisters bought were underfilled between 28 and 35% when compared to the number of servings printed on the packaging. That's the Kroger supermarket. Wild. Why are you doing the this? Cro- the, Not exactly, the plaintiffs. The Why are the companies doing this? Like Underfilling? You can... Literally, in the factory setting, you can do it by mass. Yeah. Like, the Kroger supermarket chain and the Maxwell House parent company Kraft Heinz have also been sued for allegedly over-promising and under-delivering when it comes to cups of ground coffee. Has anyone thought to ask how big the plaintiff's coffee, coffee mugs are? Yeah, that's well, the last line of the article. The way you make coffee food and wine is subjective. Has out to JM- yeah, I just food I, and wine has reached out to the JM Smucker Company for comment. We have yet to receive a response. Here's my thing about well, this. Well, can I make make a make a quick yes, make, comment? Yes. You know how fancy bakers fancy bakers are always like, don't pack the flour if you can't do the flour by weight. I bet it's the same with coffee. Like it gets compressed over time. And so they're packing oh, yeah. more dense tablespoons of coffee. And so it's making stronger coffee and it's making fewer cups. Because, Like, I'm thinking about this and now I'm thinking, like, because when I scoop coffee, I'm probably compressing too much coffee into the tablespoon, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, y- yes. I absolutely, yeah. I'm sure that's what's part of what's happening. Because, like, if you listen to any of the people who, like, know shit about coffee, all of them are, like, buy fresh coffee beans and grind your own coffee and do it by weight and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, who the fuck has time for that? I'm like, 
I bought this I'm coffee because sure it said looked- it was uh, ethically picked um, and it was on sale and it tastes like, not terrible. <laughs> like, here's my thing. And I got I, it pre-ground because I don't have a coffee grinder. Like, I, because the meds I'm on, cannot consume large quantities of caffeine anymore. Caffeine makes me very nauseous. But I still... I really want coffee now. (laughs) I can only drink decaf coffee. um, I'm going to drink my... Which is really weird when I go, like... But I still, when I, like, go to the... When I'm, like, up really early and I will, like, order coffee... I'll still get it decaf, and the people, the, like, barista will be like, it's, like, 7 in the morning. You want it decaf? And I'll be like, yes. It's, like, a psychological thing. But it's, like, the, the, everybody talks about, like, grinding your own beans or whatever. But it's, like, I'm sure it's compressed. And also weighing your flour by weight is, is, it's the way to go. Yeah. I don't do do. that, because I am lazy. I do have a kitchen scale, um, with a cardboard box tape to it. Because I do use it as a cat weighing scale because the doctor said she needed or the vet said she needed to lose weight. And so every once in a while I'll put her in the cardboard box that's taped to the scale. My kitchen scale that maxes out at my, twelve pounds. And I'm like, you better stay under twelve pounds. <laughs> my mom just picks up my cat, gets on the scale, drops my cat on the floor, and then gets back on the scale. I don't have a people scale and I don't want to know how much I weigh. So that's fair. I don't want to have to tear myself, you know? Um. <laughs> oh, should we go on to your... Anyway, like, I just thought this was, like... I don't know how to classify this. I thought it was just, like, a wild thing. that, Like, first of all, one, I fe- have a feeling, like, the coffee... Like, it's across so many different brands. I don't think they're purposefully, like underfilling the coffee containers because one it's illegal mm-hmm. literally it's illegal i don't think they're doing that and two why are people spending their time i mean again like if you're do- mass producing coffee and you make yeah, a note of it like, that makes sense but if you're making coffee every morning and you're like another tally on the chart it feels excessive why are yeah why are individuals doing this like that's wild to me anyway should um, we play some mini games so there's there's three mini games that i i came up it's with it's like a game of mario party but just for me yeah um two of them i think are really fun and really Wait, did repre- you call my brother has he been on the show no, no. he's Gabe's, Gabe hasn't he was on our other show that never aired <laughs> The, the, I guess they're not lost episodes because they haven't ever. The the secret episodes. The secret episodes. Um, Speaking of, okay, wait, hang on a second. I went to see the new. Speaking of treasure, um, I went to see the new Ghostbusters movie last night. It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, my letterboxed review of it is um just the right amount of fan service. Nice. I enjoyed it. But one of the trailers we saw, we saw the new, we, I saw two Tom Holland movie trailers back to back. And course. the first one I saw, it was, in fact, it started with Tom Holland's face. And I was like, ooh, Spider-Man. And then it was not <laughs> a trailer for the Spider-Man movie. And I was like, oh, that's not Spider-Man because then Mark Wahlberg appeared. And I was like, ew, racist. 
Um, and I, you know, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> never, I'm just gonna. Wanna, I'm just gonna wanna stop. His, you want to? You want to nope. go for a second? Okay. <laughs> well, so, but that movie is apparently about like him and Marky Mark are trying to find like Magellan's lost treasure, and okay. I was sitting there in the movie theater with the person I was with. Um, and I'll just call them person. (laughs) I was sitting with person and I was like, first of all, I feel like I can predict like every story beat of this movie. Mm -hmm. Second of all, oh, I, I, I'm talking about this because of treasure, because it's about lost treasure. Mm. And I was like, this movie looks so fucking stupid. And I think Tom Holland is a good actor. I do. But th- I'm sorry, that's Spider-Man. <laughs> this, this Like, at this one point, young man we were watching... have to work very hard to <laughs> separate himself from I'm st- MCU it Peter starts, Parker. Like, it starts with He's like doing, he's like in a cave or something. And I'm like, Peter Parker. And then I was like, no, that's not Peter Parker. Because then the next shot is of him like at a bar and he's like shaking a cocktail. And I was like, no, he's too young. Peter Parker's not not allowed to drink alcohol. (laughs) No, but at one point, the funniest part of this trailer, I think the, I don't even remember what the movie's called, but if you just look up Tom Holland treasure movie, I'm sure you'll get it. Um,. It's literally, I think it's literally called something like The Lost Treasure. Hang on. Is it called The Lost Treasure? No, it's not called The Lost Treasure. There, I guess there, is there, okay, hang on. Tom. Tom Holland Treasure Movie. Okay, what is it called? Uncharted. What a stupid name. Um, is that like the like and, a video game? Oh yes, it is based on the video game. Okay, <laughs> the PS4 game. Um, wait. At one point, he like gets booted off the back of a literal jet, like a plane. Incredible. And I was like, "Come!" I was like, "Come on, use your spider power. You're Spider Man. What are you doing?" And then he he gets he like crawl he like manages to in the trail this is all in the trailer by the way mm-hmm. he gets back onto the plane he like because there's other stuff hanging out the back of the plane too mm-hmm. like big giant crate things and then there's like a fucking ferrari that comes at him he gets hit by a car <laughs> out the back of a plane and i'm like i'm sorry i don't care first of all i i, I generally in general i don't care but second of all um He'd be dead. He's Spider-Man. He's fine. But I was like, but I was like, no, no, no. Then person reminded me that, um, no, 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 it's okay. He's Spider-Man. <laughs> and also, he can just web sling back onto the plane because he didn't have a parachute. Uncharted is actually one of the DLCs for the PS4 Spider-Man game. <laughs> But I was like, I was like, I can predict every story beat of this movie. In the in the trailer, he sees a pretty girl. He talks to Mark Wahlberg. We meet the villain. Mark Wahlberg is playing sort of an anti-hero. Mark Wahlberg is going to betray him. Tom Holland is going to get captured. 
Marky Mark is going to sacrifice his life. Oh, and Tom Holland's brother died in the movie. Marky Mark is going to sacrifice his life for Tom Holland. Tom Holland is going to get the treasure. The dad from Spy Kids is going to end up dying. He's the villain. But I forget the actor's name. He's just the dad. He is and always will be the dad from Spy Kids. That's who he is. I'm trying to remember the actor's name. See if I've got it in here. It's <laughs> Antonio Banderas. I'm sorry. You're a very, very good, very talented actor. But you are you also the dad it. from Spy Kids. But you were also the dad from Spy Kids, and that's I'm sorry. That's in my head. That's all. <laughs> that's not all you'll ever be. I, but, in my um, mind, am trying to picture the mom from Spy Kids because one time I saw her in something and I was like, oh, that's the mom from Spy Kids. But in my mind, I'm just picturing Princess yeah. Fiona from Shrek. Because she kind of looks like her. They have similar energy. Um, I also think that Tom Holland's love interest in this movie is the daughter of Antonio Banderas' character. Oh, just like in Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the first one, I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, um, he's playing... Are you ready for his character's name? Nathan Drake. That 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 sounds like a like a Batman character, like one of the Bat and, children. And Marky Marks, Mister Racist of the Century, literally got charged with a hate crime. Um, he's a terrible person. Fuck Mark Wahlberg. Don't um, don't 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 fuck Mark <laughs> Wahlberg. But I hate him. Um, Mark Wahlberg is playing. Are you ready for the for his the antihero? You know whatever whatever. Victor Sullivan. They, those actually do sound like video game character names. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to know who produced this movie. Um, how come we don't have a movie podcast? We don't have time for a movie podcast, but we should have a movie podcast. Okay. I really want to know who produced this movie. Because Tom Holland should know better. He's dating Zendaya now. Did they confirm that? Mm-hmm. Ah, I did not know that. I actively try to avoid knowing things about celebrities. That's a good choice. Um, which is why I'm always, every time I go on Twitter, I'm like sh- surprised by everything. Should we do middle bit and then play minigame? Yeah. I mean, we let's let's play one minigame and then do the middle bit. Because okay. I have three. Um, three. Okay. So there's too many games that I thought about a lot and I think are like a really fun retrospective on our podcast and what we do on this podcast. And there's one mini game where I was like, I want to do a mini game about headlines. What should it be? And so I was thinking about puns and I came up with two headlines are better than one, which is where I mashed up two headlines from two stories we talked about on the show. And made a how new much headline. Time did you spend? How much time did you spend researching? Too much. Um, oh boy! Um, Wait, I did this your t- today. Was, was the the headlines em- game was today? Um, this is embarrassing. Our podcast was not in my top five podcasts this year. Me neither. <sighs> Disgrace! Disgraceful. <laughs> yeah. So I I I have mashed up. Like, like an, an, not like an anamorph, really. Like, 
I have mashed up two headlines into one headline for each of these. And the, the like a lovesick teenager imagining what her and her boyfriend's <laughs> child would look like. <laughs> yes, exactly that. <laughs> or like a deranged scientist creating horrifying animal hybrids. Um <laughs> you're the goal of this game is tell me if you can remember the sto- like the you don't need to remember the headlines and you don't need to remember the whole story, but just like the gist of the two stories that I have mashed together. Oh boy, okay. I don't know how easy or hard this is gonna be. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm excited. This though. is this is I feel the like first this is one. also a good end of it's also a good end of year story. Yeah. It's December. It's our fiftieth episode. I am sick and have not been able to go out much, and so this is what I've been doing with my time. Um <laughs> <coughs> Are you ready for the first one? Ready, hit me with it. Reaper of Death woke up in Ireland. Uh, Wally the Walrus. Yes, he did. And, ooh, a pepper? Something about a pepper, maybe? No, no. the Reaper of Death was the, the new Tyrannosaur that just dropped. Damn it. Ah, the new Tyrannosaur is in Australia? I believe so, yes. Um, the original was oh nope Canada <laughs> the original Canada? headlines were Reaper of Death Tyrannosaur discovered in Canada and this walrus fell asleep on an iceberg and woke up in Ireland okay alright I'm one, I'm one for two right now I don't think we need to keep score I think this is more a fun way to reflect on past stories okay that's fun that's more fun um, okay thousands of live fish Passed a cognitive test designed for human children. Oh. <laughs> Wait, the first one was about pigs. No, the second one was about the, the pigs. Right? Or pi- It's some animal another smart animal. Uh, no, cuttlefish. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the thousands of live fish. What? Wait, hang on. No, it's gone. Uh, Thousands of live fish drop from planes every year in Utah and survive. No! That was one of my stories, too! (laughs) Um, These, straight up, I went through our Twitter and I went through our Discord to just find articles that I could find links to quickly. (laughs) As opposed to, like, listening back to old episodes and going deep trying to find the headlines. Um, That's smart. Long lost rare Chinese artifact is a glorious fever dream. Oh, um, the the rare Chinese teapot found or China found at the yard sale. Yes, yes. What was the second part of that headline? Uh, is a glorious fever dream. Is that that's not about the house at Blue Lick Road, is it? No. Is a glorious fever dream. Hold on, hold on. Ooh, it's on like the tip of my tongue. Ah, oh, dang it. I we watched bits of it. Oh, the Russian Hobbit movie. Yes! <laughs> the Russian Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the Hobbit movie. That's not so nondescript. Yes, the Russian Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um. Yeah! <laughs> moving a herd of elephants went from TikTok sensation to an all-star Broadway production. 
Oh, the second part is about um, the Ratatouille the musical. Yes, it is. And the first part, moving a herd of elephants. A herd of elephants? I'll give you a hint. That is a metaphor. But we did get sidetracked by it for a little while. Oh. Hmm. No. It's... No. I don't have it. Like moving a herd of elephants, San Francisco's history of houses on wheels. Damn. That was so cool, too. It got... It got lost in the... (laughs) Other 49 episodes we recorded... Or other 48 episodes we recorded... Yeah, we got a little lost in the sauce on that one. Um, this one, one of these, I didn't realize I used a headline twice. Um, homemade bow ties drop from planes every year in Utah. Oh, that's about um, Sir Darius Brown and his dog bow ties. Yes, I it is. I follow him on Instagram. And the dropping from I'm planes every year was about one. the fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, which one was that about? The thousands of live fish. No, I'm joking. Oh. How the G-Spot won free rights. Free speech rights. (laughs) Um. Wait. Nope. I don't have either one of those. Um, The G-Spot is cut from... Even the G-Spot is named for a man. Oh. When did we talk about that? We we got it was like a sub article of an article we were talking about, but we got very distracted by all of the different things that are named for a man, and oh, uh, yeah, we, talking about Hannah Gatsby's Douglas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, What's and the other one? Free one free speech rights. Nope. It is about the beloved giant rat. Oh, free speech rat. Dang it, unions. Um, and this last one, the GameStop on Blue Lick Road. You can tell I was getting desperate. GameStop stock and the house at Blue Lick Road. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I remember the GameStop stock happening and because that was when I had COVID. And anytime anybody would explain it to me, I'm sure if somebody explained it to me now, I wouldn't have the foggiest anyway but um i had covid then Mm -hmm. and my brain just could not absorb any of that information that was coming at me i was just like you're saying words and they're going in my brain and they don't make any sense i know what all these words mean individually but put together they mean fucking nothing money anyway Money confusing. What? Money confusing. Capitalism. Money what? Capitalism bad. Um, fun fact: in our most recent session, which I haven't told you about for D and D, um, one of our dear players, one of my dear players, um, I've canonically written out capitalism in our game for now, in. I stranded everybody in the Feywilds, except for the characters who are from the Fey. It's complicated. We don't have to talk about mm-hmm. our D&D campaign. But there is no capitalism, really. It's all a um, trading kind of economy, if that makes sense. Not a gig economy, a trade economy. But, like, 
a fantasy trade economy. Sorry, I just got distracted because um, I got a notification that I got an email from Quest Diagnostics about a late Black Friday sale. Excuse me? A, a sale on... For blood work? <laughs> for blood work. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, middle bit? Middle bit stuff? Yeah. Um, the middle section? We totally... Okay. We. I don't think we were... Did we record a single episode in November? I think we recorded one. Okay. Well, we totally missed... We missed Thanksgiving, which means we didn't get the chance to say that... Over Thanksgiving, you should... And after oh, Thanksgiving we did say this. all year... We did? We talked about Thanksgiving last episode. I don't okay. remember how long ago last episode was, but Good. I remember well, editing year... an episode where we talked about Thanksgiving. Well, all year round, you should support indigenous creators and creatives and artists and people just in general. Um, and... And stop line three. He's about to say that. Oh. Um, you interrupted me, you cure. Um, <laughs> you absolute slut. <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> how am I going to recover from that? Um, I'm going to recover by saying the reason we talk about line three on the podcast is because our podcast is, as always, sponsored by water. Um, we need water to survive, as does, uh, everything, and that is why protecting water across the United States, and especially, uh, on indigenous lands and in indigenous watersheds is so important. So, everybody drink your water. This is your water reminder. <clears throat> How you got me thinking about spinal cords? Um... It's that not is even... a throwback to a earlier. You were talking about reference. something. Sorry, it's a me saying you going slurp slurp, and me saying now you got me thinking about spinal cords is such a throwback friendship reference. Um, <laughs> well, I was earlier. I forget what you were talking about, but I was like, oh, like I was I was planning ahead for a question that I was going to ask, which was like, oh, what episode do you remember being really fun to record? And I was thinking, like, oh, what episode? There's definitely been episodes while we were recording that I have laughed so hard I've cried. And then I was like, what made me laugh so hard I cried? And it was not an episode. It was, uh, (laughs) fucking (laughs) foreskin puppet. (laughs) The worst possible game of mockers or celebrity or whatever you want to call it. Oh my god. Okay, wait. We have to. Can we finish the middle bit and then explain the foreskin puppet? <laughs> yeah. We'll just put that on the back burner. <laughs> Leave you hanging. <laughs> Much like one might a foreskin puppet. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Um, it was right there. It was. Um. Hang on. Wait. I haven't. I haven't um, been back to serious. Um. Um. Let me look up the Kellogg strike. Um, Well, you do that. I will say, um, uh, look into the, oh, fuck, what is it called? The uh, new SSRI replacement bill. Is that what it is? Okay. As of yesterday, as of December 1st, a tentative agreement was reached with the union. 
Nice. So in their announcement, they say we are pleased to announce that the that Kellogg Company and the union have reached a tentative agreement for a new five-year labor contract offering 1,400 employees at our U.S. cereal plant in Battle Creek, Michigan, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Memphis, Tennessee, and Omaha, Nebraska. The union has start, stated that employees will be voting the tentative agreement on Saturday, on Sunday, December 5th, and we expect to know the results early in the week. Among things, the tentative agreement includes an accelerated defined path to legacy wages and benefits for transitional employees and wage increase and enhanced benefits for all. Yay! Strikes work, everybody. Speaking of strikes, really quick, very quick, um, if you're in the Boston area, the greater Metro West Boston area, the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston is on strike. Their labor union is on strike. Oh, good I don't to know. know. If you've heard about that, Dylan? Yeah, they are currently on strike um, because they are not being paid enough, um, and for various other reasons. But they are currently striking. Um, and so, don't go to the MFA. Don't renew your memberships. Don't do anything. Um, until people are being paid properly for their work. Some of the employees, like permanent full-time employees, are making as little as twenty to $30,000 a year. That's insane. In Boston. In Boston. That is not, like, it's, it, yeah. Anyway, so the, the MFA, if you're in the Boston Metro West area, Cancel your membership to the MFA. Don't go. And is that what that they won't. are saying? The union is saying. I believe, the strikers are I saying. I believe that is part of the strike. Okay. Um, MFA. Um, but please fact fact check me, um, please because I cannot do it right now. Um, and I guess there there have not been very there have not been a lot of updates everything i'm seeing i just looked it up again was from a couple weeks ago um so we'll see what happens mm -hmm. yeah so it's over wages and covid safety um anyway you oh I feel like you had something well i was gonna say um so the ssi restoration act um, is good and you should write to your senators to support well you should look into it and make your own decisions about it but you should write to your senators and support it unless um, you know you live in Massachusetts and your senator is Ed Markey who co-sponsored the bill <laughs> um, which I'm yeah. saying because I did write him I, I did a like a I, I was on a website and I filled out a thing that was like a form letter and you put in your zip code and your name and it auto sends through your email to your senators. And I didn't do mm -hmm. enough research ahead of time. So I did get a very nice email from Ed Markey being like, I, I do support this. I, I co-sponsored it. <laughs> I did do the, this is, hey, I did this do is the my bill. thing. <laughs> this is, Hey, this uh, is, this one's mine. This, this one's on me. <laughs> uh, rest assured I will continue to develop and support initiatives that serve the sickest elderly and most vulnerable of our citizens and improve the health of our nation as a whole 
And he's like, thank you. Thank you for reaching out to me about issues. I really appreciate it. I love hearing from my constituents. This is my bill. It's also pretty cool that it sounds like from the email. It was, it actually, he did write you a response. Yeah. Or he, he has a response written for people (laughs) writing him about his own bill. Ed Markey is really, Ed Markey is a very cool senator. I, at one point when I was, calling my senators when I was like calling representatives on the like regular, like every day. Um, I wasn't calling the same ones every day. I had like a rotating, I was calling Mitch McConnell's office pretty much every single day to tell him he, I did at one point, I don't know what the actual reaction from this staff person was, Mm -hmm. um, but I did get a real person instead of just leaving voicemails. I did get a real person, and on that voice call, I did tell her that Mitch McConnell looked like if you mixed a turtle, Yertle the turtle, I think I said specifically, is if you mixed Yertle the turtle with a gross old scrotum, Mm -hmm. that's who Mitch McConnell is. Um, And she said, why would you say that to me? And I said, that's just my opinion as an American citizen, and he is Speaker of the House. Am I not allowed to voice my First Amendment right? And she said... I guess, but that's pretty vulgar. And I said, yeah, your senator's pretty vulgar. And then I hung up the phone. Yeah. Boom. Anyway, but one time I actually got Ed Markey on the phone <laughs> and I was like, hi, I live in Massachusetts. I don't really have much to say to you in terms of like what legislation I think you should pass. I think you're doing a pretty bang up job, my dude. And he was like, Thanks. What part of Massachusetts do you live in? And I was like, well, I'm from this this town, but I live out in Western Mass because I'm going to Mount Holyoke. And he was like, that's great. I love Mount Holyoke. This is a great school. We need more smart people getting educated at great schools. I hope you stay in Massachusetts. It's great. And I was like, Ed, you're a cool guy. Also, I really like whoever runs his social medias because did you see what he did to fucking, what's his name, Crenshaw on Twitter? No. Did you see that? Oh, it's the... Oh, oh my God. He tweeted... He tweeted a quote from Kennedy. You know. Mm -hmm. You know, JFK. The Um, Kennedy of the Kennedys. Kennedy of the Kennedys. He tweeted something from Kennedy. And Dan Crenshaw. He's the one with the eye patch. Um... And if you're going to make fun of him, don't make fun of him for be- having an eye patch. That's ableist. Make fun of him b- for being a shitty person, because he is. Um, but Dan Crenshaw, from a representative from Texas, responded on Twitter saying, How dare you besmirch the name of the Kennedys? I can't believe this guy got reelected. Blah, blah, blah. All this stupid stuff. Sorry, I was just going through his, his Twitter and his, his, his only tweet from Who, Thanksgiving... Crenshaw? Ed Markey. Er, oh, Ed Markey. Uh, was, as many of us gather today, we must remember that Thanksgiving is not a celebration for everyone. We recognize this day of mourning for the Wampanoag and rec- reckon with a violent past. I support the Mashpee Wampanoag whose land the pilgrims landed on in their fight for sovereignty. Good guy. But he basically, then instead of like stooping, this guy was basically attacking the Green New Deal and actually, I want to look up exactly what it said. Um, Ed. Uh, 
at Marky Dan Crenshaw on Twitter. It's one of the best interactions I've ever. Can I make what shouldn't be a controversial opinion, but mm-hmm. what is? I think I think Twitter has ruined. Po- I think Twitter's the worst thing that happened to politics. I disagree. Well, I think Twitter's the worst thing that's happened to politicians. I, like, I think... See, I don't know. I think politics would be a better place without Twitter. Because there's no ability to have any nuance on Twitter. That's true. I think I think that's Twitter is the death of nuance. I do think when our... It's a really good well, way to organize... When our government organize- system was created, there were way fewer people... And there were, it was way easier to access public officials and air grievances with and about them. And I think Twitter is beautiful in the fact that it makes them accessible again. It reminds us that, hey, your elected officials are people and they're flawed people and they're people you need to call out. Yes. I don't think it our is- elected officials should have Twitter. No, that's not true. I don't think we should say that. But I think... I think it makes our just- elected officials more accessible. I hate Twitter in general. Twitter is the death of nuance and that's its own bag of cats. It's terrible. Anyway, so he, Dan Crenshaw tweeted, what a horrible and intentional insult. He, Ed Markey was tweeting that about JFK and the Green New Deal, basically Mm -hmm. saying that like, we have to get this passed. Yeah. Um, And Dan Crenshaw tweeted, what a horrible and intentional insult to the legacy of JFK. Why did Massachusetts reelect this person? And Ed Markey's response was to just tweet a picture of Dan Crenshaw's horribly gerrymandered district in Texas. That was his response. He just posted a picture of Dan Crenshaw's district. And um, it was beautiful. He was just like, you know what? Boom. Take a look at this. Anyway. Should we, should we, did you have anything else for the middle bit? Did you have a bit for the middle bit? I did not have a bit for the middle bit. Okay. Anyway, I like it, Marky. Also, his TikToks are funny. Whoever is running that <laughs> PR team on his TikTok. Have you seen his TikTok? I have not. His TikTok is very good. Also, he's, he lives, he's lived in the same, like, when you talk about people who have, like, who live in the area where they're benefiting their people. Mm-hmm. Ed Markey lives in a pretty modest home in Malden, Mass. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, not... It's not a... The most... It's not, like, It's not Cambridge like he lives in fucking Sudbury. No, he doesn't live in, like, an insanely affluent area. Also, here's a controversial, not a controversial opinion about Massachusetts. I think the capital of Massachusetts should have been Worcester. Because mm. um. I think if the capital of Massachusetts was Worcester, I think the state would be in better shape across the board. Because more projects would get, the western half of the state would get more focus and more funding because the capital would be closer to them. That's why the capital of New York is Albany and not New York City. Mm -hmm. That's why the capital in most states is not the biggest city. Fun fact. That's like a little urban planning fact. If retroactively, if we go back to like 
1800s and made Worcester the capital, do you think Worcester would be more like Boston is now? No. You don't think making it the capital would have diverted some of No, because look at... I think you should cut this out. This is not interesting. Um, (laughs) No, this is interesting. Because look at Albany. Albany is nothing like New York. New York City. I think Boston would still be like Boston. Because it's... The reason why Boston is the way it is is because it was a hub of... Commerce. Transport and commerce for a very, very long time. And I think that would have continued even if it wasn't the capital city. Mm -hmm. The reason why you put a capital city where you put a capital city is because it's closer geographically to more stuff. That's why having the capital of New York state being New York city doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. because it would New York city is a whole different thing than New York state. Yeah, there would be too much other politic going on if it was in New York City, if it had to do with the boroughs in Manhattan. Like, it, all of the funding for the state would go to New York City. Mm-hmm. And the stuff around the New York metro area. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what happens in Boston. Like, everything happens in the, like, Metro West Corridor and everything, like, west of Boston sort of gets neglected. I think Worcester would be in much better shape as a city. I'm, I'm going to say that I don't think everything west of Boston gets neglected. No, not everything. Bo- but, like... Everything is west of Boston. Boston is on the coast. But, but when you look at, like, where funding goes... Yeah. It's basically north and south. It's basically in a... And like planning, and like the focus, it of like the radiates city. out of Boston. Yeah, it's very clear, and this happens in other places. Like that's why the capital of it's the same thing in California. Most major, the big states. I mean, I think Texas is sort of another exception to the rule. Austin is the biggest city. Is Austin or is Houston the biggest city in Texas? I think I Houston's know. the biggest city. Yeah. But I think Austin um, is the like wealthiest city. Yeah, Austin is the hub of sort of everything, but geographically Austin is not on a coast. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really it doesn't it's in the middle of the state. This is more your area of expertise than mine. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's fascinating where people have chosen to put central like capital hubs cities yeah um can you imagine what would have happened if we just like threw a dart and picked like the capital of the united states to be somewhere and like to be like omaha (laughs) the capital of the united states should be in the middle like should be they should make the capital more it should be in nebraska is nebraska in the middle i don't know it's not it's like here you know what let's put the capital in alaska make everybody fight for it (laughs) um okay this is jaya will definitely be should we just i did i did message them and say that we're definitely still going to be recording and i will wait on the game if they want to join we could stall (laughs) 
I mean, we don't need to stall. I have two more games. I have one game specifically planned for Jaya and one plan uh, that does not have a specific person in mind. So Ooh. it's just going to be you. They're so much fun. Okay. The geographic center of the United States is in Kansas, if you were wondering. Kansas and um, Nebraska are... They're touching. Are they right? They're t- yeah! I don't know that as a fact. That was my guess. Oh. Okay. So this up next. Wait, are they? T- are you? Are you not gonna fact? I thought you were fact checking for me. Are they touching? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know now. I almost just Google who's touching. <laughs> <laughs> who's touching? I just want to look at a map. Uh, Nebraska does sit on top of Kansas's head. Yes. Oh, I was thinking fuck of Nevada. Yeah. No, that's way the fuck. That's like way over there. <laughs> like, that's not in the middle. That's way on the other side of um, the country. Okay. So are you ready for our second mini game? What's the capital of Nevada? Carson City. I was about to start doing the Animaniacs song. <laughs> Wait, am I right? I have to know. Hang on. I believe so, yeah. Capital of... It is either Reno or Nevada, or or Carson City. It's Carson City, baby! Nice. I'm Um, so good at... I'm so good at trivia. You should just keep doing this. Give me another state. (laughs) What is the capital of Ohio? If you say... Um, the capital of Ohio is Columbus. Everybody knows that. Oh, sorry. Or is it Cleveland? Shit. It's it's Columbus. No, it's Clu- it's Columbus. Um, where did you go? I put you in a corner. There we are. Okay, are you ready for another mini game? Wait, no, I want to keep on guessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alabama. Oh, I don't know any of the cities in Alabama. Hang on. I believe it is um, Montgomery. It is Montgomery. Uh, Juneau, Alaska, Arizona. You're singing the Arizona. Um, it's not Phoenix. I believe it's Phoenix. Phoenix. It is Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know the answers to any of these. It's no, it's capital of. <laughs> this is so not interesting podcasting. This is it's Phoenix. Nice. This is the least. This is uninteresting podcast. Arkansas. Um. Oh, it's one of the city ones. <laughs> I don't mean that. It's like it's a city. I mean, like it's named a city. You know what I mean? Like Carson City, but not Carson. Yeah. City. You're wrong. Am I wrong? It's. <sighs> Small Boulder. Little Rock? Yeah. Whenever I hear Arkansas, all I can think of is Arkansas. Yeah. Um, do you want to play a mini game? Wait, give me one more. Um, and don't say Florida, because I know it's Tallahassee. Oh, Montana? It's... Oh, Pete, no. Helena? Yes. No. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm good. This is 
<laughs> this you is, cut this out. This is <laughs> this is bad quality audio. You should call this episode uh, Dylan and Sophia play three really good games and one really bad one. Um uh can I share Sophia my screen please? Wastes, oh. Oh. Sophia wastes time by trying to guess state capitals. I know the state capital of New Hampshire is Concord. Okay. So what what is the thing that we do most on this podcast? Go on tangent. Yes. Do you? So I have. Are these our most famous? Are these our tangents? I have a clip from the end of a tangent. Um, I also have the beginning of a tangent. I will play for you the end of the tangent. Um, oh, I need to. One sec. I need to stop the share because I need to share with audio. Otherwise, there's no point. Um are you going to edit in the tangent audio? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, I have. Otherwise, it won't be very fun for our audience. Some very mem- memorable tangents. Um, you can only see this window, right? Correct. You cannot see my whole screen? I can see your. Um, I could I could see your Audacity screen for a moment. Okay. And But now it's gone. One sec. I need to make sure it's just. Because I have written i have the answers written and i don't want you to see the answers okay there we go i Um, can now only see your chrome tab or whatever browser you're in yeah it's it's got porn in it no i'm joking um i do have an article (laughs) the history of creepy dolls (laughs) i thought you were about to say i I do have porn open (laughs) (laughs) no um okay so i have for you a clip. I'm going to play for you the end of a tangent. And okay. if you can't remember where that tangent came from, I will play for you the beginning of the tangent. And then I want you to tell me how we got from A to B. See if you can find oh. that thread. Oh, God. This is going to be so much fun. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The volume is up. Pat, if we ever have a, if we ever can make a low budget horror movie. Oh, yes. Should it, be should be, it should be a I already know. giant lobster. One, it's Lobzilla. Like I don't even need to. A Lobzilla. Okay, so that is the clip. <laughs> Done. I'm so good. Okay. How did we get there? <laughs> oh, that's the game. The game. You <laughs> figure out what the tangent is the game is figuring out how we got there hang on hang on hang on hang on um is this is this about the 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 guy who got swallowed by the whale no that would have been shit a good place it's about the really big lobster it's about the really really big lobster we were talking about a big lobster that is not the article we were talking about fuck (laughs) do you Oh. Is it about the hundred-year-old Maine lobster woman? Again? Good guess. No. Fuck! Do you want to hear the, how this started? Sure. And in our article for the middle bit, freakishly large goldfish found in South Carolina Lake. <laughs> Damn it. I never, I never would have remembered that. Yeah. A goldfish. Fuck. 
this was really fun because I would just listen to epi- or I, I had a couple tangents in mind um, and I would try and find the episode with the tangents based on the episode description and then I would just <laughs> listen to the episode at two speed, two ta- two x speed, to try and figure out where the tangent started and where it ended. Nice. Um, our second, our second one was a great um, tangent from an episode that I could not, I, I couldn't find the saved audio file. It's a posted episode. You can listen to the episode. I listened to the episode. But I didn't have the audio file saved, and I couldn't just download an MP3 of the episode for whatever reason. So I don't have a clip for this one. But this tangent ended with us telling the story of your mother <laughs> telling me that if your cat just died, I should put him in the freezer we never while I was cat sitting. puppet. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, you're right. We didn't. Sorry, speaking of tangents. (laughs) (laughs) You saying that reminded me of things that we were talking about. Dylan came over to my house over this past weekend to do a Hanukkah celebration for the first night of Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. And we played a game of monikers or lunchbox or celebrity or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And one of the clues that your cousin's husband put in... I. So it was, was Sophia, Sophia's mom, me, my parents, my cousin and her husband were all invited over to Sophia's house for Thanksgiving. And my cousin's husband is like, you know what I'm going to stick in here? I'm going to stick the word foreskin in. (laughs) Can we call him by name? Yeah. Ross is feeling too comfortable with this. He's too comfortable with this crowd. I mean, he, he said his goal was to catch you guys off guard, and he did. He certainly did that, because I know like, your cousin. I know Angela listens to this podcast. <laughs> I know she listens. She mm-hmm. said she does. Thank you for listening, by the way. Yeah. Um, He successfully did do that, but one of the other clues... So, Monikers... It goes from, it's like, the first round is like taboo. You can say however many words you want to, except the word that's written down. The second round, you can say one word, and you can do, like, h- hand movements, and it's like charades. Yeah. But you can but say, you can say one word. word. So if it was, like, snow, you could say precipitation, and then pretend like you were cold. Or if you're me, you could say oh, frosty. We also decided... Frost, yeah, we we got there that, eventually. Um, yeah, we um when we were playing our, we decided we were gonna split up all of the married couples, <laughs> which worked for everyone. My mom and I were on a separate team, but <laughs> we were like split up the married couples, and then the joke became that Dylan and I had to get split up. I mean, we, we did need to get split couple. up. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down walrus only because I was looking at the wa- little walrus statue that we have in our house. Mm. Not because of Wally the Walrus, but that would have been my clue had we been on the same team. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and nobody else on our team would have gotten that. Yeah. Anyway, we your dad said something about like they have secret podcast like <laughs> hive brain. <laughs> do, but you and me. Yeah, we do. Oh, I thought you said who? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Um, but and. So I think it was in the the second round. Mm-hmm. Your mom 
and I was on your mom's team mm-hmm. with your cousin, was doing the, one of the other clues was toilet paper. <laughs> it was one of the rounds where you couldn't say more than, you either couldn't say anything or you could only say one word. Mm-hmm. Um, and was doing the motion for what you do with toilet paper, you can all imagine. And before we got to toilet paper, everybody's go-to was, when we couldn't think of a word, was... Guess foreskin. I don't know where... Oh. Well, was foreskin, but somebody... I think it was your cousin Mm -hmm. to describe Puppet in the previous round. Somebody to describe Puppet or Puppeteer in the previous round, mm-hmm. said, this person has their fist up somebody's ass, up Elmo's ass. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. when your <laughs> when your mom did the motion for what you do with toilet paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is... Wipe, wipe an <laughs> ass. Your bu- wipe your butt. Um, we all went to Puppet, but somebody else went to... <laughs> Foreskin, so it became foreskin puppet. Which I don't know what it was about that phrase. I thought I was gonna die. I was laughing so hard. I had an as a little asthma. Better oopsie. There's a better way to tell that story in the future. It'll become more succinct. Yeah, but um, we couldn't leave you hanging. People would be furious with us. They'd be like, "What the fuck is foreskin puppet?" (laughs) Just leave it. Anyway, um. How did my this episode begin? Oh, oh, it's fucking um the it's the ferret. It's, yes, it's the ferret. Yes, it is. Mm, I'm so good. I'm so fucking good. Um, I'm a cha- I'm a champion. Yeah. Woo! I want to do like laps around my room right now. Oh. Oh, I didn't have a clip for that one. I was like ready to play the clip. Uh, this is the next clip. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. Sorry, I just feel like a champion right now. I'm pretty sure Scooby-Doo turned me into a radical. Um, Valid. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I don't even remember (laughs) Scooby-Doo turning me into a radical. I don't even remember what the context of this is. What the? That's pretty much the context is us discussing. Well, I'll give you a little bit more. We were just we. We then go on to talk about how the moral of Scooby-Doo is that rich people ruin everything. (laughs) Oh, so it's got to be us talking about Musk or Bezos. Um, Is it the Bezos penis rocket? Is that how it starts? Damn it. Um, Is it the Musk? We were not talking about a billionaire. I'll just say that. Damn it. Yeah, I'm coming up empty. Okay, so we were... Do you want do you want to hear the beginning and see if you can figure out how to get to a f- to, from A to B, or do you want me to sure. help you work backwards? Oh no, help me work backwards. That's okay, not fun. We were talking about Scooby Doo villains before that, because I said that when I was <laughs> what, little, I had a cr- the hot ones. Yes, we were. <laughs> were we talking about? Wait, who's the hot one that you Ben Ravencroft? <laughs> Who did he say Ben Ravencroft looks like? No, I said I, we... I had a crush on Ben Ravencroft partly because he was voiced by Tim Curry. Oh, okay, never never mind. Hang on. 
Shit. Okay, go one, go one further back. We were talking about Scooby-Doo characters in general that we had a crush on. Oh, wait. No. I need one more. You had a crush on Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. Oh, was this about... Was this something having to do with Egypt? Yes. I mean, obviously. Because that's how we got to me talking about Cleopatra. (laughs) Who is, by the way, in that... I'm sure I mentioned this in the episode. Is in that Scooby-Doo is incredibly white. She is white. Anyway. Um... What did we? What was discovered in Egypt? Something must have been discovered. Mm-hmm. Was it beer? Yes. Great. Yes. Yes. Um, this article that I'm reading to us today comes from the Smithsonian Magazine, the world's oldest industrial scale brewery, has been found in Egypt. Ooh. Nicely done. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so good. This is so much fun. I was. This was the mini game that I thought of, and I was like, "We should, we should do a game show for the fiftieth episode." Yes, we should do this every. We should do this at the end of every year. Honestly, I don't know if we'll have enough to work with, but maybe. Well, I guess I send you. Ideally, there will be fifty, fifty-ish episodes a year. So, like. Yeah, at least 40. Yeah. Um, Next time it will not be a surprise and we will each bring at least one mini game. (laughs) Oh. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Because I can't do another three mini games. I spent too long on this. Fair enough. Fair, fair, fair. Um, Okay, give me the... Give me the... Okay. Same thing with Star Wars. Star Wars Uh, is a gay space opera. Why are you trying to make it a serious action movie for men? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm going to need help working backwards on this one. Luckily, I have a clip from what we were talking about just before that. Like the the previous sentence, basically. Okay. I just wish... Marvel would lean way more into the camp. No, I'm still. It's really good that you're going to put these in because if you weren't. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole separate file that's just these clips in the order that imagine... I played them in. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was just silence and then <laughs> just... us talking? Um... Silence. I mean, it's got to be me complaining about some Marvel movie, but we had we must have had an article before this, right? Mm-hmm. This was the article was a middle bit. Oh, okay. Um, I'm so- definitely never going to remember it. <laughs> um, was it a Florida Man middle bit? No. Oh, okay. Because um, at some point, very early on, I feel like we had a Spider Man related Florida bit. Probably. I mean, there's definitely been one. Yeah. Um, so before Marvel, Marvel is at its best when it's camp was Marvel Ant-Man, movies. Paul Rudd should be about hot dumb men. Pa- something about Paul Rudd. Um, this one in pr- in particular, we were talking about Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Well, Paul Rudd, fun fact, was just named the sexiest man alive, which is a wild pick. <laughs> 
my favorite response to when somebody become becomes sexiest man alive is when people tweet oh my god so and so died like paul red is the sexiest man alive oh my god i can't believe oscar isaac is dead oh my god yeah paul red is a wild pick he is very handsome though um we got on the subject of uh thor ragnarok because we were talking about a specific actor couldn't have was it taika waititi or was it It's not the obvious one. We can't. We we're not talking about Chris Hemsworth, no. are we? Okay, think okay, weirder. Thank God. Weirder? I mean, Chris Hemsworth is not weird, but weirder than Taika Waititi. Uh... Are they in Thor Ragnarok? Yes. It's not Tom Hiddleston. No. Okay, but we did talk about Tom Hiddleston in relation to this character. What the fuck? Hang on. Fuck. Because we are talking about the gay subtext between Tom Hiddleston's character and this actor's character. Oh my god, I just got the email from Quest (laughs) 2. Fuck off. Okay, wait. Oh, Tessa, no, we weren't talking about, not Tessa Thompson. No. All right. No, no, not Mark Ruffalo. I'm just trying to think through the cast. Gay with Loki. Gay with Loki. In Mar- Thor Ragnarok. <gasps> Jeff Goldblum. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about how Jeff Goldblum plays D&D. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we um, immediately got sidelined by talking about Marvel. Turns out Jeff Goldblum's a quote-unquote absolute badass at playing Dungeons and Dragons. That was the best. I bet. Are you ready for the last one? Oh boy, yes I am. Is it a doozy? I bet it's a doozy. Uh Okay. I didn't put these in any particular order, I'm going to be honest. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. I the am, statute of limitations the on spoilers. The statute of limitations on spoilers is a, a like a decade. Honestly, like it's a decade long. That's still in a I I stand by that. Yeah. Uh was I talking about previous just before this was I talking about Game of Thrones? D- Game of Thrones did come up during this conversation. I knew it. Um, okay. Was I also talking about Marvel? No. No Marvel. Uh, okay, good. One. Okay. Because I must have been talking about how Ned gets his head chopped off in the first season of Game of Thrones. That came up when we were talking about spoilers. Okay. That was not what because led us is... to talking about spoilers. Okay, because this is one of my things. Because I said that once in casual conversation and somebody was like, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. You just spoiled the first season for me. I was like, the show came out in 2009. Get your head out of your ass. Pull your head out of your butt, dude. Actually, I'm going to amend my statement. I think the statute of limitations on spoilers should be like a score. Seven years. A score is 20 years. Is it? I, what's seven years? What's the length of seven years? I have no idea. 
you're, it's a specific. You might no. be thinking of four score and seven years. No, no, no. I am not. There's a specific like measurement of time. Nope, it's a league is seven meters. That's what a I'm league thinking. of years ago. <laughs> a league of years ago. Um. Fuck. Wait. Okay. Wait. I, I can hear about- my cat using a scratching po- post, but I can't see her. <laughs> um was i also talking about like star wars spoilers what was i no. talking about i gave a spoiler alert for the for bbc merlin oh were we talking so we were talking about merlin and then i said you don't need to give a spoiler alert for merlin because it came out 10 years mm-hmm. ago okay but how did we get started talking about merlin Something gay must have come up. Yes. <laughs> okay, but how did we get started talking about something gay? Shit. Help. Uh, Phone a friend. First, first gay character in a Disney movie. Oh, shit. Was this about... Uh, fuck, wait, wait, wait. Is this about, is this about the fucking... Um, no, go away, Adobe Creative Cloud. Um, is this about, was this when we were talking about fucking Jungle Cruise? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I just, this was so much fun for me because I just, the going from A to B is just so insane. Because I I had to write how we got there. And so, (laughs) this one, um, we were talking about, uh, the jaguar might save its ecosystem. Hey, there's a cat in Jungle Cruise. We saw Jungle Cruise recently. Jungle Cruise is fruity. The gayness could be cut out, but it does contribute emotionally to the movie, whereas the heterosexual relationship doesn't. But at least the heterosexual relationship has chemistry. You know who doesn't have chemistry? The straight ships in BBC Merlin. <laughs> Spoiler alert for BBC Merlin. Um, was that Jaya sending you a message? On- yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So for our next mini game, we have a special guest. Hi, um, guys. If you want to introduce yourself. Um, my name is Jaya. I use they, them pronouns. I've been on here once before. We've talked about the Meg. Um, <gasps> yep. We did talk about the Meg. Actually, you know what? I know I set up my whole podcasting thing, which actually just found out wasn't using this entire time um so funny so so fun but since we are no the little balls that are at the end of (laughs) that are on the feet of my microphone they're gone they're stuck in my bed oh no my balls are stuck in my bed what a travesty you shut up hey they are they came off the bottom of my mic stand that's those are important Okay, doesn't matter. They're not important okay. for now. So, uh, when when Jaya was on for the Meg, they brought some real life science to the Meg when we were <gasps> discussing the Meg. And Is this so, mini game about real life science? So I have um, fifteen headlines. All of the headlines are made up because I wanted consistency. Oh. Nice. Okay. But some of them are about real science articles, and are some so- of them are plots of sci fi movies. Yes. The ideal game. 
Um, and I guess I guess now that we have two contestants, you guys are competing to see who can get more right answers. Oh, oh I'm gonna lose. Wait, so are these fast. are these articles that we've done that we've no. covered? No. Okay. Okay. Um, some of them are adjacent to articles we have covered, but no, I was looking for like kind of out there science. <laughs> um, Good. Real science that sounds fake. Um, Fair okay. enough. Here's the first one. Real life Jurassic Park. Scientists discover a mosquito filled with blood trapped millions of years ago in shale, not amber. I'm calling bullshit. I don't mm-hmm. think it's real. I don't know what the hell shale is, but I feel bad because I know geology majors. <laughs> I don't want to give it I'm away. Also, I'm, I'm feeling... also going to say bullshit. I'm um, feeling competitive. Oh, cat. Miss Ella. Hello, cat. Okay. Um, yeah, no. The um, slap the, slap in the <laughs> that is a real method. article what from the, the 90s, I believe. Oh. What's sh- shale, shale is a kind a of stone. it's like a slaty rock. Yeah, because I picture like by a the way, Jaya, I like rock. I like your haircut. Oh, thank you. I got it yesterday. It looks I nice. Know. I saw on your Instagram. Oh, this is not from the nineties. This is from the twenty tens. Okay. Um, basically the nineties. Close enough. I did link all of the articles in my notes for posterity. Okay. Um, ready for another one? Oh, I was gonna keep score. Right now, it's well, we zero, have to zero. zero. Zero to zero. Okay. I wish Zoom had a game function. Anything uh, have a game function if you're not a coward. <laughs> no, but like a way to keep score. Yeah, yeah, fair. We can pull up um, the whiteboard and draw on it. That's yeah. too much work. It always devolves <laughs> into chaos. Yeah. Are you ready for the second one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Unkillable predators, a significant portion of the population of a very aggressive invasive species of fish, survived local government's attempts to poison them, leaving local ponds unswimmable. That sounds real. Local governments will pull some shit. Um, Yeah. Wait, but do I go with the opposite to be different? No, no, I think that's real. That is the plot of the 2004 movie Snakehead Terror, which is based on a true story. Okay. However, in the true story, no fish survived, and there was a huge controversy about the local government poisoning local fish populations. So what do we get? Zero. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. nothing. Gotcha. We're going to end this game both with zero points. (laughs) Zero to one. Um... Zombies stopped by a kick to the head. Cockroaches are able to stop parasitic wasp zombie bites by kicking the wasps in the head. It doesn't kill the wasp, but it does deter the wasp from attacking the roaches. Yes, I'm going to say this is true. I think that's real. You're both right! Yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! Effectively nothing changed. Zombies. That sounds very reasonable. And cockroaches will probably kick things. Um, yeah. It must be do- Tisa's <laughs> birthday. The Google Doodle today. Who is the guy who did all the pointillism? Sorry, I'm reaching the point. It's like 10.15. <laughs> no. It's the dude who did all the pointillism Oh, I saw stuff. the Google Doodle in plant class just- today. 
It's his birthday. He was 31 when he died. People that need sucks. to die really young. <laughs> that sucks. I was watching. I, I one of my YouTube recommendeds was um, we we put on Romeo and Juliet with no rehearsals. Um, <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Did you watch it? I watched the beginning of it. Uh-huh. The, the The premise of it was hilarious. Basically, they got one of their English major friends to write them. Um, to write them cue cards with one line of dialogue for every single character in every scene, um, because they couldn't, they couldn't, tr- they tr- they couldn't truly fly blind because none of them had read the play since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all knew like the basic story arc. And at one point, it's right before Romeo. It's right before the party, and. Romeo is like, I want to get laid. I'm 13. That's half my life. I don't want to die a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess they're not wrong, but I, I hadn't really thought of it that way I, before. I have not thought about that since I was like 14, and I was like, that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also, this also just sparked something. I went to see the new Ghostbusters movie last night. It was a new and- Ghostbusters movie? Yeah. It's very good. Ooh. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, in my Letterboxd review, which I already said this on the podcast, I said it's just the right amount of fan service. But um, they're playing one of the one of the original Ghostbusters, the main characters, which are Finn Wolfhard is one of them. They're, he's playing their grandkids. Okay. That they're- movie doesn't have Finn Wolfhard playing like a younger version of somebody. It doesn't. He's playing a grandchild. Oh, yeah. He's playing a grandchild. Well, okay. Um, that's kind of like a younger version. That's yeah. yeah, that's close enough. It's close enough. He's playing um what the fuck was his name? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um No, it does matter. In my in my heart it matters. Hang on. Um Fuck. I have to look it up now. Um Hold on, hold on. No, I don't want the I, I want the I want the original one. Stop. No. I don't even know what you're Googling at this point. I am completely lost. Oh same. I'm I feel so red. You're very pink. Thank you. Um stop. This is so annoying. They won't just, they won't tell me. Spangler. They're playing his <laughs> kids. It doesn't matter. This means nothing. I like, I love Ghostbusters a lot. I saw um, Ghostbusters once like five years ago. They're playing his grandkids, the main people, and McKenna Grace. She's wonderful. She's very cute. They're playing like very, she's playing a very quirky child, and I love her. Um, and Paul Rudd's in it. We already talked about Paul Rudd a little bit. <laughs> Paul Rudd's <laughs> fun. I know who that he's, one is. He's playing a very dorky teacher. Good, um, nice as he should be. It's it, what else it, would he be playing? It works really well for him. Um, and oh, at one point they're like they're standing over like a ghost pit, and somebody makes a joke of like, oh, we should do like a virgin sacrifice and. McKenna Grace's character, who's playing 
Finn Wolfhard's younger sister is like, um, or somebody makes a joke saying they should throw Finn Wolfhard into the pit. And she's like, oh, statistically, most 15-year-olds are virgins. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not 15. I'm, he's just, he lied about his age earlier in the movie to impress a girl. Of course. Um, <laughs> what, so that you wouldn't think that statistically he was a virgin? <laughs> no, so that he could get a job where she was working. Okay, okay, yeah. That's so less could, sketchy. So he could avoid yeah. child labor laws. I mean, it's still sketchy, but it's less sketchy. Yeah. Um, would you guys like Don't another like another science? Yeah, sorry to, to totally derail us. No worries. We've been recording since 8.30. Y'all. <laughs> We've been derailed a lot We're today. something else today. <laughs> We've been going for an hour and 45 minutes. Um. Thank Darwin for apes, genetic material from one of our closest evolutionary relatives could hold the key to curing and preventing certain viruses. I mean, that feels like yes, but I'm going to say no. No? Yes. No? Ugh. <laughs> you give an answer first. <laughs> I was going to wait for I you. I, know, I think I know this one. I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I remember reading an article about how the, like, COVID, severe COVID symptoms show up differently in people with different proportions of the Neanderthal genome. God damn it. Oh, interesting. I did I, not I, know I, that. That, was, that is that the plot of happening. the movie. That was all happening when I was that taking is... human evolution. That is Am the plot right? of the movie Outbreak. I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. Yes. Goddamn. Yes. Um. <coughs> uh, sharks get ready to rumble. Recent study finds link between underwater earthquakes and aggression in certain sea life. Oh. Uh oh. Oh. This sounds oh. like the plot of a movie. This sounds like the plot of like the Meg Four. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I really actually hacked. To be true. I, really I hacked Jason true. Statham's email to get the <laughs> script for the Meg Four. Um. They haven't even made the second one. So maybe he wrote. Maybe he wrote a fan fiction. <laughs> Jason Statham's Meg fan fiction. The self insert. How come? You know why Jason Statham isn't the sexiest man alive? It's because he's bald. They're cowards. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Rock? (laughs) It's different. He's The Rock. Different flavors of bald, sexy men. Um, I think I'm... I'm gonna say that this is true, but only because I really want it to be, not because I actually think that it is. Sophia? You're gonna say false? Yes, because I know shark movies, and this feels... That is the plot of Malibu Malibu Shark Attack from 2009. Yes! Man. That would be so fun if that was true, though. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. I could feel Um, you. Dylan, I could feel you, like, chomping at the bit to be like, oh, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, trying real hard not to give these away. Um... 
Loved almost to death, man has to have leg and part of his arm amputated after his dog licks him too much, giving him gangrene-like symptoms caused by bacteria that is found in most dogs' mouths. I feel like this is true. This has got to be true. Yes. <laughs> That's Gross. true. That's terrible. Gross. It's too specific to be the plot of a movie. Um, what a horrible movie that would be. Hey, your dog shouldn't lick you, otherwise you might have to get your arm amputated. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Mariana lie. The Mariana Trench might not be the deepest ocean trench. New imaging suggests that another deep ocean trench might actually be much deeper, but a difference in water pressure and temperature might have hidden the true bottom from most sensors. This feels like the- this is the fucking Meg. This- the, yeah, I- this sounds like the Meg. This is literally the plot of the Meg. <laughs> you can't. You can't I had like to that. put the Meg in there. I had to. By law, I had to put the Meg in there. For a second. Legally obligated to include the Meg. For a second, I was like, hang on, did I read an article? And then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about oh, like Baikal not. for a moment, and I said, oh, that lake is so deep. That really fucks me up. And then I said, I can't let Bi- lake- let Lake Baikal get to me again. This is the Meg. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, how have they not made like a horror movie about Lake Baikal yet? There's literally a neutrino telescope in that lake. It's so deep. Well, oh add it to the god, list of you... scary movies that we're going to make. Have you... Oh my god, yeah. We have to talk about that on some other podcast. Have you, Jaya, this will link, apart from the fact that we're all, like, queer baddies, have you gotten the the Black Friday Quest Diagnostic Lab <laughs> Discount email? What? Have you gotten lab work done at a Quest lab before, like, blood work done? I don't think so. Okay, never mind then. We what? both got <laughs> emails while we were recording... The Quest Diagnostics, you know, the company that does blood work and COVID tests, yeah. is having a sale. On what? Blood? They're having a 15% off. They're having, they're having a 15% off. Hang on, I'll read the email because I'm Cyber Week savings of 15% off. Out of sight, out of mind. Give me more article, please. Um, skiers and snowboarders, beware. A highly venomous spider capable of killing an adult human was discovered in Utah. The spider lives in trees in cooler climates and can survive near freezing temperatures and remain active even during snowfall. Real. Uh, When I think spiders, I think tropical. So I'm just going to be contrary and say fake. Um, that is the plot of the movie Ice Spiders from 2007. Yeah. Um, an important detail that I neglected to keep in my description is that these spiders are roughly the size of an adult man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and they're from a lab experiment gone wrong. The CGI on that must have been terrible. I want to watch this movie. I want to watch do- that. Can we watch it over, like, Christmas break? Oh, please. Absolutely. When's your break, Jaya? I'm perfect for this okay. show because I like science fiction. I don't have any instinct about what's real, and I'm applying for a PhD in <laughs> astrophysics. Um, then this next one should be right up your alley. Oh, hell Mars yeah. is humming. Scientists Mars? don't know the source of the quiet hum uh, that is almost constant 
constantly heard on Mars, interrupted only by Mars quakes. Like, I'm going to wait for Jaya. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I know a lot about Mars, except that I'm not a planetary scientist, but my gut wants me to say that this is true. Because it sounds vaguely reasonable, and it sounds like something I've heard before. But also, I read a, I've read plenty of books about Mars, so it could have just fallen out of one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I've read so much science fiction. I also want to say it's real. You are both correct. Yeah. Mars is humming. And this scientist cannot find an explanation. What's its favorite song? Happy birthday, because the rovers sing it to themselves on their birthdays. Yeah. Nice. Um, larger than the Empire State Building, scientists recently discovered... New moon. <laughs> the new moon is significantly smaller than the Empire State Building. Uh, scientists recently discovered a coral reef previously oh. undiscovered in the Great Barrier Reef that is over 500 meters taller than the Empire State Building. I really want this to be real. That sounds really fun, and I think that's too fun to be real. Uh, that is real! Aww. New Reef! Yay! New Reef! New Reef just okay. Um, That was... Uh, now I have a lightning round... Which is just to say oh. that I'm only giving you the, like, brief summary. Like, I'm not going in depth on these. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. Go. First one, space salad. Astronauts grow lettuce in space. True. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I got, like, four texts being like, would you eat the space salad? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't you? I texted, um, Was I the only one who texted you about the pepper, though? Space tacos! That was actually from the Space Taco uh, article. They talked about the space salad. Wow. Um, uh, Marine Corps takes on a new name, a new fucking... What? I wrote this. Uh, Marine Corps (laughs) takes on a new name when U.S. military trains dolphins to sense underwater mines. Absolutely not. Don't believe it. This feels fake. True. It's true. (laughs) What the fuck? Also, I didn't include this because I thought it would be going too far. Apparently, the Russians were trying to train dolphins to attack ships. Did you hear about that? That must have been what I read about. What? Um, How smart. Well, I know that, but (laughs) I also know they have, like, morals, too. Do you guys watch anything? Dolphins Mm -hmm. are kind of assholes. They're the. Yeah, they are. What are they, the white men of the sea? Yeah. They really are. Um, early trials show snake venom could be used to treat certain types of cancer. Yes. Yeah. That is the plot of the 2008 movie Vipers. Aww. Damn it. I thought I'd heard the, about the this. The snake venom Ew. turns people into monsters. Um, <laughs> Um, I thought I'd heard about that. It might be based on something that's vaguely true. But uh, Uranus smells like rotten eggs. That's true. Like the planet. Oh. I'm going to say it's true. (laughs) I've I've word for word read that headline before. (laughs) Yeah. They were so confident. And finally. 
<laughs> my brand. <coughs> Finally, Viagra cures jet lag in hamsters. In in hamsters. That'd be true. No. Sorry, what did you say, Jaya? That's true. Jaya's right. Yeah. Tying you guys up. Um, We're tied? Yeah, it's nine to nine. <laughs> and that was the last one I had. Oh. Congrats. Congrats. <sighs> we won. Good game. Good game. High five. High five. Great job, can't. guys. I suppose we could do the same thing and try to shake hands, but... We're both using our right hand. Yeah, that's how you shake hands. That's how you shake hands. hands. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. You're doing great. Now I want to try and trick you with a science fact. Okay. Um, Let me go look in my notes of fun facts. Better not be about the pee-pee chain. It's not about the pee-pee chain. I wish it was about the PP chain, though. Um, did you know that pollution can give you shark bites that makes you rabid? <laughs> what? Ice sharks, not ice. Zombie sharks. sharks. Zombie sharks. Or no, toxic shark. That's toxic that's sh- what the movie yeah, is called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Also, Sophia, we need to watch Santa Jaws. We do. That needs to be our movie this year that we talk about. Also, Jaya, can we start a science podcast after you graduate? Honestly, I'd be so down. That sounds like a ton of fun. It'd be so good. We'd have a blast. I don't know anything about science. No, you're not invited. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you can be in our science podcast. I would love to bring 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 the the average Joe's amount of science knowledge Hell to yeah. the table. Who's gonna edit it? I can edit. <laughs> I can't help. Um, the, the the trick to editing a podcast is just to listen to the episode back and cut out any bits that are personal information or not funny. Nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was the last game that I had prepared. Um, and that was the should last... Should I try and bullshit you with a science fact or should I give you half of a science fact and make you guess the rest? And if you get it <gasps> right, like then the you win. One. I like the I like second, the second one. one. Okay. Um... I like how in my Zoom window it looks like I've got really big shoulder pads. <laughs> it does. It looks like you've got um, like, spiky shoulder armor. Ooh, okay. It was so what? easy to find science news that sounded fake and so hard to find fake science that sounded real. <laughs> <laughs> what might... Um, this? I This might be vague. Oh, okay. Jai, you'd be such a good teacher. What thing in space might smell like beef? Wait, but don't... Aren't there no smells in space? No. There's no noses to smell the smells in space, but things have got to smell like... If a planet smells in the space, does it still smell? Wait, Um, but I guess there's no sound. Uranus smells like rotten eggs? Wait, but then if if space exists in a vacuum, how how, how do smells... It's not a perfect vacuum. Okay. It's close you- to a perfect vacuum, but it, or, and, like in some places where you get like one atom per cubic centimeter between galaxies, but it's not a perfect vacuum. It's a very faint smell, perhaps. Oh, an incredibly faint smell. But what thing might smell um, like beef? Where's I'm going to say Pluto. the rings of the planet that has rings. Is that Neptune? Saturn. The rings of- Saturn? Nope, Saturn. The rings of Saturn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Uranus One of those two does have little rings, though, right? Uranus has little rings. I'm going to say Pluto because it's got to have something. I'm going to say Saturn's rings. There are things outside of the solar system. Oh, shit. A star. Just just a star. A star. Um is it some neb is it a nebula? Is it the Hubble Space Telescope? Is it (laughs) They accidentally got some beef drippings on the Hubble Space Telescope (laughs) before they launched it? Um is it Earth. Planet Earth. (laughs) But (laughs) not technically wrong. Um, Sophia, I can't decide whether or not I should give it to you, but I think I'm going to give it to you for a nebula because it's dust. Dust is beefy? Um, Some dust has polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, and those are the same things that make barbecue and beef smell like that. So we think that they might be some of the same compounds. We don't know exactly what the PAHs are in most circumstances. We're just like, those are hydrocarbons. And so, yeah, so it might smell like beef. Poor Pluto doesn't get anything. Pluto's got a baby atmosphere. A baby atmosphere. Pluto is what beloved about- by many. Hang on. Question for you, because mm. I've wanted to talk about this on the podcast for like a month. Literally. Okay, I'm ready. What do you think about the new, te- the, the new telescope? The James Webb Space Telescope? Mm-hmm. That thing is never going to get off the fucking ground. It really? It is a running joke think- at this point. It has been supposed to launch for, like, a decade, basically. I did know that. Um, yeah, they, like, basically, they started designing in, like, 96, I want to say, and then it did, like, a complete design overhaul in 2005, so I, it's, like, basically, like, been being built since 2005. It's never gonna get off the goddamn ground, but it is supposed to, it's supposed to launch on December 22nd this year. But... The problem is that if it goes wrong, NASA never gets any funding again, basically. Um, Oof. Yeah, but it costs it, like a billion dollars. It costs multiple billions of dollars, I think. But I really hope it goes right, because that would be really fun and sexy, and I would like it to go right. But honestly, my professor, my observational astronomy professor yesterday said, is not not even made a joke about it. He just said, yeah, so when the web like explodes on the launch pad, and we said, Connor... Connor, you can't say when. And he said, oh, it's going to happen. There's no way that thing's making it off the ground. That would be so sad. About it. Um, I really hope it launches on December 22nd. I will be waking up at 4.30 a.m. to watch. Is that when it is? It's 7.30 a.m. Eastern time, and I'll probably be in California at that point. So, Oh, the 22nd, right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you another space fact? And then I do need to go to bed. Yes, I also need to go to bed because... um. Rainy and Lily are coming over tomorrow, <laughs> and my room's a mess. Time to clean. Um, Time to clean. This is not actually a space fact. I said space fact because I was going to say fact, and my default before fact is space fact. It's just a science fact. Um, one of the main predators of the orc of, or of the moose is the orca. <gasps> We've talked about. We've this. talked about this. We've talked about this on the podcast. Should I tell you about this lot when we're talking about the Meg? I don't. Maybe I know for a fact we've talked about this on the podcast because oh, delightful. I it's one of my isn't that facts. so we fun. talked about this on the podcast and I embarrassed myself by insisting for like ten minutes that moose moose meese are omnivores. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. 
I was so sure. And I was so confident. You said and horses, too. Horses (laughs) will eat anything. Well. Horses are omnivores. They shouldn't be, but they will. They can be. Um, Taking a 300 level class about plant diversity and evolution. And for the first, like, two days of class, I fully convinced myself that aquatic (laughs) plants are not plants. There's, I fully said there was no such thing as an aquatic plant. <laughs> this is a three-level class. Fine for it because we we spent an entire like hour and a half defining what a plant was. But yeah, God, the first like day or two of that class, I just completely convinced myself that aquatic plants did not exist. <laughs> so um, that's how my degree is going. We've all been there. It happens Listen, to the best of us. I'm um, trying to think about what. If there's, if I've ever thought, if I've ever been like, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I don't know if you can, Dylan, that I've been so convinced that you know of, of something. Not that I can think of. I'm sure my mother would have something. I feel like any class, though, where you're asked to define things, it's, you get to a point where you're like, there's, it's hard to come up with a de- definition that ex- excludes all things that aren't and includes all things that are. Literally this afternoon, I was at work because I'm one of the plums for the ecology class. And so me and one of the other two plums um, were both in the plant class that we finished today. A third person at the table who's in ecology was also at uh, in our plant class. And all three of us had the, wait, what's a tree moment? <laughs> incredible sharks said, are older than trees sharks are older than trees I love, love that fact we should have if we ever get to the point where we have a Patreon we should have a one of our like tiers should be shark you get to be in our, in, in our business meetings now should be um, a monthly shark recap podcast Shark movie recap podcast. This month in yes. sharks, but it can be shark news and shark movies. Mm. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but so I took a I took a game design class, Ooh. and the first it was supposed to be the first I'm half cut of the us first off at eleven o'clock. Okay. Yes. It was supposed to be the first half of the first class. We talked about what is a game. This oh. was a class that met twice a week for three hours, I think. We spent the first two classes debating what is a game. Oh, boy. Oh, God. We got to a point where no one, most of the people in the class, when they came up with a definition of a game, I, being the shit that I am, would say, so bingo isn't a game. Because most definitions of a game, bingo is not a game. (laughs) Because people are like, oh, you make choices. You interact with things. And, like, uh-huh. you can win bingo, but a computer can play bingo. Like, there's no choices involved. But the same thing could be said about Shoots and Ladders or Candyland. And it just became a whole thing. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I never would have <laughs> considered that defining a game is harder than defining a plant. But here we go. Well, plants have cells. Games are concepts. Yeah, but you'd be surprised how much green algae really messed with us. <laughs> that hey, yeah, that checks no out. Thought, I like trains. Um, thank you so much for being on our fiftieth episode of this podcast. 
Oh my God, thank you for having me on your 50th episode. Congratulations on your 50th episode too. That's so exciting. Well, it thank is you. exciting. And exciting. Sophia, thank you for playing along with all of my, my silly little mini games that I sprung on you. They were so much fun. Um, thank you listeners for listening to this episode and maybe the 49 before it, maybe not, but you should go check those out, especially if you want more context about all of the tangents we talked about or the headlines. Or if you want to hear us talk about shark movies more, we do that a Dylan, lot. can I just say I'm kind of disappointed you didn't include the tangent where I talk about how I want to recreate Ice Age. I forgot about that. <laughs> In which I talk about, we were talking about how I think de-extinction is really stupid. The one benefit of de-extinction would be we could bring back the woolly mammoth, the saber-toothed tiger, and the great sloth. And then I could recreate Ice Age in my backyard. <laughs> that must have been a really long time ago because I can only kind of remember that. It was the Black Ferret really episode. Ah. It was we were all, we were we were talking about the Black Footed Ferret. What ah. were you saying, Jaya? You could recreate Ice Age in your backyard right now if you really wanted to. I mean, if you really wanted to, but it wouldn't have the same feel. You wouldn't have the right characters. It'd be like the later Ice Age movies, and it wouldn't feel like Ice the OG Ice Age one and maybe Ice Age two. Excuse me. Okay. I'll Thank you so that. much for listening. Well, good night. You have heard the good Wait, news for question. 50. Sorry, I'm trying what? to wrap up the episode and then we can keep chatting. Because okay, you said enough. you were going to cut us off at 11 and I want us to be done recording at that point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so- I've been punished. I feel like a naughty child. You're not. You're not. <laughs> I want to keep chatting with you guys. I just don't want it to be 11 and we're like, oh, we didn't sign off. Oh, no, I wasn't going to literally cut us off. I was going to say we have to sign off at 11 o'clock. Oh, okay. I was going to say we have to cut off the podcast by 11 o'clock. Okay. Do you know who I had a crush on as a child? Cleopatra from the Scooby-Doo Egypt movie. Another animated character. Said the sloth. No, God, no. Yuck. But it is a character from Ice Age. Mammoth. The no, the tiger. No, the the, slo- the, the, the not the sloth, the, the, the tiger. Diego. The the only one with any sex appeal. Yeah. Is he voiced is he the one who's voiced by Willem Dafoe? I haven't seen <sighs> Ice Age in a really long time. <laughs> is he wait, no, it's Den that's Dennis Leary. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Did, has didn't Dennis Leary go like crazy? Or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't. Again, I actively try to avoid celebrity gossip. Me I don't want to know anything about anybody. Again, I literally don't even know who that person is. And I'm kind of happy like this. Uh, Dennis Leary, he was the the tiger in Ice Age. Well, I know that one. (laughs) Now I do. (laughs) On the tiger and Ice Age note, I'm going to bed. Good night. Thank you for having me. This has been very Thank fun. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank Bye-bye. you, Jaya. I think the next time I'll s- we'll both see them is when we play D&D. Nice. Um, I don't have much more to say. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I just added my... D- question. Okay. Now I have to clarify. Does having a crush on a fictional... Is somebody texting me? Jaya said, wait, I cut you off. What were you saying? 
<laughs> Who can remember that far back? I'm telling them to come back in because I have a feeling they're going to want to know that I don't want to say it to you because I have a feeling they're going to want to talk about this. Come back and weigh in on this. <laughs> yep. I feel like this is a good way to round out our... Uh... <laughs> okay, they're back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe the question was, as if does as a child having a crush on a fictional animal, animated animal, make her a furry? And I think the answer is no. Right? Okay, that was my question. Yeah, like I think I think part of it is duration and part of it is like what part of your where you're at as a person like did anybody else as a child was anybody else like hey nala from the lion king right yeah i'm trying to think of like fictional animals that i had a crush on as a child none of the fish the, from nemo i would just like to say scooby's the the dog that is also an alien in scooby doo and the Wait, alien invaders <laughs> I don't remember that one. She talks in the movie, but only at the end. And I was like, she can talk! <laughs> a talking dog who is also an alien. I had a crush on her as a child. Damn. Um, I'm trying to think. If they weren't yeah. in Scooby-Doo, I didn't care. That's not true. <laughs> was Willem Dafoe in Ice Age, though? I feel like he was. Willem Dafoe is in the second Spy Kids movie and comes on to say the rawest line. <laughs> Wait, what does he say? No, Do you he, think God stays in heaven because he too is afraid of what he created? That's Steve Buscemi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I've just been thinking of Steve Buscemi this whole time. It's Steve Buscemi. Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin. Mr. Butthole Eyes in South I'm sorry I've done that to you. Somebody once told me Steve Buscemi's eyes look like his like eyes <laughs> eyes kind of look like buttholes. Oh, and he's in the new Willem Dafoe is in the new Spider movie too. Yeah, he's playing Green Goblin again. Yeah, they don't. Congratulations. Good night. Thanks for being. Um, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You have heard 50 episodes worth of the good news, kind of. You um, hear 50 episodes more. Yeah. And that's a threat, not a promise. Good night, and I have been Dylan. I have been, I almost said I've been Cat. <laughs> This is a podcast with me and myself. <laughs> I've been Sophia. Good night and good news. And I will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.